Hey, y'all. Welcome to Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. If you are here today, friends, it means you're probably in one of two camps. Number one, you have a competitive show choir in a state other than Texas, and you want to hear about all of the crazy choral music things you hear me talking about when I'm up in the Midwest working with other groups, talking about TMEA, TCDA, our all-state process, and how Texas choral music is just some of the best in the land. Or maybe you're here because you are a choir director in Texas and you have a competitive show choir or you're thinking about starting one and you're kind of on the fence and you want to hear Mason Barlow tell you all about his experiences with starting a group that competes in the great state of Texas. So I hope you enjoy today's conversation with my very good buddy, Mr. Mason Barlow. inauguration day that you and I were talking um so we were you and I were just chatting about how we were um watching the you know history of the day unfold before this so uh, I'm glad I got to talk to you today you're one of my favorite people to chat with about the world so this worked out really really nice (laughs) well let's talk first and get it out of the way a little bit about COVID and how that's affected specifically your show choir you can talk about your department a little bit if you want but yeah are you having regular rehearsals? Do you see kids in person? Do you have a show? Just kind of ta- walk us through how it looks for Arlington this year. So there's there's kind of a lot of things happening for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came back uh, in a hybrid model in October, okay. late October, and we see half of the alphabet Monday, Tuesday, the other half Wednesday, Thursday, okay. and they swap Fridays. Okay. So of those halves of the alphabet, still maybe 40% show up Mm. and then we're teaching the rest online. So we may have as little as two in person. Oh, wow. And our varsities have more and they're up to 12 or so. Right. Um, The, the cool thing with our district is they allowed fine arts and athletics to all come back to their ensembles every day, regardless of hybrid in person. I have not heard that from many people yet. So that's pretty unique yeah. to your district. Okay. Um, and did you have and all we were, of your kids take you up on that? Or was it still? Well, we were really excited about it. And yeah. they didn't. Yeah. And we I'm told wondering. the kids and they're like, oh, yay. And they're so excited. But they just didn't do it. Yeah. And some of the parents are keeping them home. Yeah. Um, some of them are just vibing, doing their own thing online. And mm-hmm. would just rather stay. Mm-hmm. Some of them transportation's an issue. So mm-hmm. we thought that's it'd be great. One. And it just wasn't. I hadn't thought about um, the transportation component to it because that's, yeah. yeah, that's a thing that has to be kept in mind too. I mean, we are, we are those parents, like my kids are virtual and my kid, my eldest that's in band, you know, I mean like, and, and he was supposed to do football this fall and I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I, I personally in my, for me, I wasn't comfortable with him doing that yeah. in-person stuff. And that was hard for me as a choir person going, I know it'd be way better if you were there in person for music purposes, but uh, it's tough. It's really tough to to sell that to some people, for sure. And we, uh, several kids came back and, and tried it for a couple of weeks. And about maybe one week in, yeah. our entire band got quarantined. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. And there, nothing ended up happening, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But they were just all quarantined right. for two weeks. And that affected several of my kids. I bet. And then, of course, word travels. And yeah. so I think kids just started getting pulled. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so the scary position that we were in was we were just starting to come back for rehearsals. Right. And I have a chamber group and they were coming back from Monday night rehearsals. Mm -hmm. And I decided to stop. Yeah. Um, because we had started our TMEA rehearsals at that point. Which and, we will get to that in a minute here. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's a whole other thing we will talk about in a very big deal. But yes, that makes a lot of sense that you kind of said, listen, we don't need to keep all these plates spinning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I didn't I, I needed parents to understand that TMEA was the priority. Right. If you because have to, to them, anything's just gonna be a, another choir rehearsal. Right. And but we that's know that choir that's... chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Not just another choir rehearsal. <laughs> right. So I, I just why are my kids going up to school three and four days a week? And exactly. it's like, why am I, why am I risking their safety up here mm -hmm. for what? Like they're not yeah. going to compete. Yeah. We can't have a live performance. Mm -hmm. So, and I just feel like I'm, I'm risking the safety, especially of my guys who I need up here. Right. And for what? So because your team requires your TB. Sorry to interrupt you. It's a, it's a yes. TB. Yeah. Okay. So is it made up of your, um, like your top group guys or is it all ages of guys? It's top group guys. Okay. So yeah, that's definitely rollover in those kids. They would be yes. in chamber. They would be in, you know, in Coraliers. I, I totally understand that. So as far as Coraliers goes for show choir purposes, where are you in a rehearsal year? I know you have a show because yes, we so planned we, it together. We started, but... <laughs> right? We started with the best plans and intentions. Of course, and... just like all of us did. Yeah. And and we scaled back. We're like, let's, for sure. let's keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Um. And the plan was to do virtual choreography. Okay. Um, and things just kind of, one thing led to another and yeah. things kind of got halted. Mm -hmm. um, so we have worked on singing yeah. mostly. Yeah. Like um, we have arrangements of our tunes. Mm -hmm. We've been singing, watching other shows, talking mm -hmm. about show choir, trying to keep the community. But honestly, we haven't done a lot of show. Yeah. Um, and with TMEA, it was just, you know, something's got to give. Yeah. And that's what it was. And so, you know, now that's over. Um, we have all semester. So we're still trying to to put together something virtually, some yes. kind of way to display the kids. Mm -hmm. But I mean, all the competitions aren't happening around here in right. Texas. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So it was another, what am I going to put all of this stress on these kids for right now? Yes. Mm -hmm. I get that. And the, what you said earlier in that comment about like you keep the community going that's so the conversation I've been having with directors is we we've got to keep in mind what's the important part that the kids really take away from it at the end mm -hmm. you know they don't remember the choreography to their closer in 10 years necessarily they might but you know they for sure remember the community and they for sure remember the family yeah. so if you can keep that part you know afloat in a year like this I mean that's pretty great still. So. <laughs> and, and all of my kids, I don't know if it's this, I don't think it's this way everywhere, but all of my show choir kids are in another choir. So they're yeah. essentially double blocked somehow. Mm -hmm. And they, they have not a lot, but they do have work for those other choirs to submit. So mm -hmm. I didn't want the show choir to be one more thing Yeah. on mm -hmm. top of their course load. It's like you focus on your main choir assignments mm -hmm. This doesn't need to be the thing that stresses you out mm -hmm. or the straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm glad that you brought that up in not even conjunction with COVID, because I think that that's maybe going to be an important thing that a lot of us pull out of this year. And this is something I've been saying forever, yes. and I feel like no one ever listens to me, but like you don't have to be owned 
by this, by show choir. It doesn't have to own your entire year. Yeah. You don't have to be focusing on it, you know, from September through May in order to have a successful ensemble. And I think you certainly know that. You're one of the people that I think understands that. But there are a lot of groups, especially in Texas, that are afraid of starting one because they're afraid. The phrase I always hear about it is the tail's going to wag the dog. It's going to become the yes. thing that takes over. Yeah. Um which thank you for the eye roll because I feel the same way about that. But like it's <laughs> it doesn't have to. It's about no. the way that you rehearse. And you are someone, you know, part of why I wanted to have you on today as my Texas person is you're someone who really rehearses efficiently. You understand that, you know, you don't have to spend 10 hours a week running this to be good at this. It's about the quality of the work they're putting in, not the quantity. And so if I think if more people can come out of this strange year with that understanding yeah, nationwide will be in such better shape um, as a genre because it just yeah. doesn't need to be the way it's been for some people. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, and you have your arranger in house, which is nice. <laughs> we do. We are blessed. <laughs> um, we can give Jimmy a shout out. He is actually, okay. Well, you can tell me if I have to cut this out, but he's retiring at the end of this year, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Yes. And so he and I have talked a lot about how he plans to do more um, full-time arranging and stuff like that, which I think is super cool. But um, yeah, that's always been, yeah, super fun to come work with your kids because we can just look, you know, you and I go, what about this? Oh, I think that was weird. And then we just go back to Jimmy and we go. I know. It's, I say it's arrangements this? while you wait. Like, <laughs> he is incredible. And we'll be, we'll be in the middle of class and I'm like, Jimmy, this, this two yeah. bars, it's just super weird. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll fix it. And like 15 <laughs> minutes later, he comes out with fresh copies. Yes, yes. And like we just swap out the page and it's done. And It's not it, even that he writes it and then we teach it to the rope. He literally like no. writes it down. Changes and the arrangement. It. Yeah, in finale. And you have a new copy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've always loved that about working with him. So little little shout out to him. If you want to start working with him, he's available more with arranging now because he's yeah. about to retire. But um, yeah, so when you... Um, started this let's go back now to like your path to becoming a show choir professional like how you got here um you're a texas kid yes so like where did you go to school what kind of piqued your interest in becoming a music educator let's start there so i grew up in sherman which is about an hour north of dallas and i was a band kid um from sixth grade to graduation yep i was never in choir what'd you play played uh tuba Mm-mm. tuba and piano i started with trumpet then, amazing yeah i made my way to the low brass love it i started piano when i was eight yeah and i stayed with it till i graduated yeah um so i did enjoy piano mm-hmm. um did sort of band in sixth grade i enjoyed music yeah my parents were never um musicians themselves mm-hmm. but they were always very supportive came right. to everything and you know were at the football games whatever yeah um, so they were great, but I, I did band and that was my thing. Yeah. Um, when I sang a little bit at church with, okay. um, we would have people put some small groups together and I liked it. Yeah. I didn't really think a lot of it, I guess. Um, when I started college, mm-hmm. I started doing some shows at the community theater oh. and started doing their summer musicals. And where'd you go to college? Um, I went to UT Arlington. I started at a little community college before that. And yeah. It's kind of up in Sherman. So yeah, I that's where I did shows up there and the whole community theater thing. Yeah. Um, did several music summer shows. Mm-hmm. Kind of got bit by the bug. Yeah. Um, so when I transferred to UTA, mm-hmm. the plan was to be an architect. 
Really? And, oh yeah. my. Okay. And I was like very organized in high school. Like, I took see my drafting that about classes, you. Yeah. Took mm-hmm. my physics classes. Mm-hmm. Did everything in college. Like I was very planned and organized yeah. to get to that point. I picked UTA Have for their architecture school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up there. So first semester, I was very unhappy. Yeah. Um, I could not draw. <laughs> and <laughs> turns out that that's a skill that's helpful. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of important. Yeah. Um, I got to out my husband real quick here about something. He was also an architecture major his first two years. And his yeah. wasn't the drawing. His was the engineering. It was the math part. Like, oh. he just, he couldn't do the engineering part yeah. of it. But the drawing part, he was good. Together, you would have been one whole architect. Right. <laughs> it started up. Okay, so we had to maybe look at other things because of yeah, the drawing. I, I, I wasn't used to being, I wasn't used to not being good mm-hmm. at it. I don't, and I don't want that to sound egotistical. But That's like, all of bad. us. And That's that just fine arts people. We, we're all yeah. like that, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was getting, like, I would stay up all night in the dorms and I would draw these sketches and I came out with C's and, you know, you you had to hang them all up on the wall with everybody's work and kids would post this stuff up. And I was like, that's, I can't do that. Like, I I cannot do that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to have a reality check with myself. (laughs) Um, I'd be like, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. I... I tried to join band. Okay. Because that's what I knew. Right. So I emailed the band director and said, Mm -hmm. hey, can I march? He never emailed me back. Well, and, um, his loss, our gain, but okay. Uh, right? So I emailed the <laughs> choir director, and I was like, maybe I'll sing. Yeah. And uh, she hadn't responded, so I showed up on her doorstep. Good for you. And she's like, come sing for me right now. And yeah. she put me in acapella. Wow. Like, I finished out the semester just going to choir. And was that Karen? Class. That was uh, Ling Tam. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Time, yeah. I, I can never remember how old you are. I'm like, I don't yeah. know where we are in the timeline here. Okay, yeah, Ling Tam. Awesome. So, uh I finished out my first semester just going to choir. Yeah. And then second semester, there was this, um, I think, a Korean choir that was a visiting choir. And they oh. came and sang. And I went and was just jaw dropped and kind of realized, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. You're like, like this I was, is I was it, man. kind of <laughs> fighting that the last couple of months. And I'm like, how am I going to tell my mom? <laughs> Yeah, and not the same as architecture. Hey, yeah, <laughs> I, I was choir. never good to like change their mind on yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I just felt like I'd been saying for so long, I'm going to do architecture. Yeah, what are my parents going to think when I'm going to tell them to do music? Mm-hmm. So, but my mom was super supportive. Oh, good. And was like, if that's what you want to do, then let's do it. So mm-hmm. I changed my major, and the rest was history. The rest is history, as they say. So you switched over to music ed, not performance, correct? It was yeah, okay, it was and. Then at the okay, I have to ask you this. No, no one in podcasting land cares about this but me. But like, was Kate's Roos there at the time when you were there? Also, yes, she was the grad assistant. Okay, that's what I figured. So we're talking about yep. Adams Roos too is now the choir director at Central Missouri State. Um, mm-hmm. He went to Florida State, and got his doctorate a few years ago, and left us. Just abandoned Texas. We're not upset at all. Um, his wife Kate. Um, they're actually from Nebraska originally, so like we mm-hmm. go way you know way back to the Nebraska roots, but. Um, but I remember that she had done her grad work there. And so I wondered if you guys yep. had any of that overlapping time there. But um, and then uh, when I said Karen earlier, I'm talking about Karen Kiniston French, who's the um, the choral person who's there now. And UTA really I mean, Texas has so many. Yeah. We just first have to say Texas has so many choral departments that are university wise that are like 
unbelievable, you know? Yeah. Like, when you come to one of our state events like TMEA and you go watch the college con, your brain just falls out of your head. I mean, there's nobody that performs that you're not like, yeah. oh, well, okay, that's glorious. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. Um, and so, like, but UTA really has such a great music department. You were very yeah. lucky to just kind of fall into a place. Their, their choirs are fantastic. Yes. It's so hard for me because my school where I teach is so close you can Ten blocks. to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we walk, we've walked there for performances. Isn't that fun? Oh, my gosh. So, like, I, I want to send kids there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my kids have UTA as, like, That's their hometown school. Kind of yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't really want to do that. It's and... almost like in small towns where it's, like, you, you feel like you're being a townie. But um, I could see that. Yeah. It's just too close. It's too close to home for them. Yeah. Um, and so when you got out of college, well, first let me ask you this. Where did you student teach? What was that experience like? I student taught at Arlington High. I didn't know that either. Okay. I did. I, so it's funny because I needed an observation credit for one of my classes. Okay. And uh, one of my friends was like, hey, I'm going to Arlington. Yeah. To, uh, I, she's like, just come with me. Yeah. And so I'm like, can I do that? Yeah. Like, freaking <laughs> out. Like, legal? what do I care? I haven't emailed her. Yeah. yeah. And so I showed up and watched her teach oh and it was, it was Dynaminger. Um, <laughs> Which we will talk about more in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched her and I was just like, gosh yeah. this this is where I want to student teach oh yeah uh, like this was everything it's where I want to student teach and I'm 40 a kid like... who's seen nothing right a band kid <laughs> yes. like you know nothing and then you go see Dinah the person we're talking about Dinah Minger she is um for those of you who are not Texas humans she was at Arlington for oh gosh I don't know how long 18 years okay 18 um just built it into a very prolific choral department in the state of Texas. Yeah. Uh, TMEA performances, TMEA honor choirs is what we're talking about. When Mason and I say TMEA, we were talking about TMEA invited choirs. So you submit and you go to perform, which is a huge deal. Again, it's like performing at a national convention. Um, and she, the human, if you have never had the opportunity <laughs> to meet and hang out with she, the human, I don't, She's incredible. yeah, I just, I don't have great words to describe. <clears throat> First of all, I just love her, but like, so smart, uh, very funny, can be very yeah. dry-witted, but in the best possible way, and just so great with her kids. I remember that was the first thing I thought was like, that's yeah. the relationship I want to cultivate with my students is the kind of- That's exactly the right thing to say mm-hmm. at the right time. Yes. And, and it's it's not, she's not like somebody who is over coddling or over, you know, because I'm not really built that way. And so it was yeah. fun for me to see someone who is a little bit sarcastic and a little bit sassy and fun really still have this super successful department and get work done that way. Because that was the first time I'd ever seen that modeled, I guess, in a female director. Mm-hmm. So for me, she holds a special place in my heart that way um and then you finished student teaching and you got a position there she so i i student taught in the fall and i left in the spring and mm-hmm. went and did a brief little stint in east texas mm-hmm. teaching middle school okay and she had just hired two brand new directors yeah. to work with her and so i thought oh my gosh she just got two directors yeah. <laughs> like this will never happen never in a million and years one of them only stayed a year and yeah. she called me that spring and was like i have an opening and i was like I haven't even finished unpacking here in East Texas, so I'll run away back. <laughs> You're like, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. I will say yes to that immediately. Um, and then you guys were there together for... For three years. Oh, I was thinking it was longer. Okay, three years. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's a big program to step into, and that would have been your fourth yeah. year of teaching. Tell us a little yes. bit what that was like. That, that was kind of terrifying. Yeah. And, and she had always told me, like, mm-hmm. 
I want you to take over eventually. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, great. <laughs> sure, in 10 years, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but like, mm-hmm. I loved teaching with her. We were a yeah. great team. And I just, you know, I had that ambition eventually, but yeah. it wasn't anything that I needed now. Mm-hmm. And we had a good thing going. So yeah. um, eventually she had another opportunity come up and she'd gone back and forth with, Mm-hmm. will I or won't I yeah. and usually I I had a pretty good read on her on what she would do and yeah. I had no idea and uh it, it felt wasn't decided surprising like, from the outside yeah too. yeah mm-hmm. it was it was the very end of the year mm-hmm. uh, I think we announced it around graduation to the yeah. kids and it was it was terrifying for me because I when you're an associate director like that you kind of do you go along with the plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was fine with that. And really she was all I'd ever known and right. I wanted to be there. So, but I didn't know who I was as a teacher. Mm, um, for sure. I just knew who I was supposed to be with her. Right. So it took me a couple of years to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realize how rocky it was that first couple of years till I was out of it. By yeah. like and then you look years. back and we're like, Oh <laughs> yeah. In the middle of it, you're like, this is fine. I'm fine. You had some great, great kids during that time though. If I remember. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah, we did. That really yeah. probably helped bridge the gap yes. for you. I would assume. Right. Yeah. Um, and then when let's go, let's go to like, you started with her in 2010. So like in 2012, you were never talking about this beforehand. I had to have you remind me of the year. Cause I thought it was actually earlier than that, but so I hate, I hate talking about myself in the interviews, but I have to do this for continuity's sake, so this yeah. makes sense. But um, so when I started at Central in two thousand five, um, there wasn't competitive show choir there. I showed the kids there, like, hey, right. this is what my friends in the Midwest do. This is what I grew up with. You want to do it this way? And they're like, obviously, <laughs> like yeah. it's pretty cool looking. And on the VHS tape that I stole from Doran Johnson, then. Once we got going with that, it became a situation where I was like, you know, for this to really grow. We have to have competitions locally because we were going out of state and to be able to go out of state, the closest comps were like nine hours away. So we could really only do that once a year. So um, in 09, um, we started Lone Star Invitational at Central High School, which still exists today. You can go to it, plug for Lone Star. Um, And I was thinking it was one of the very first years we had it. So it was was a little bit later because it was 2012, you said. Um, okay. that your kids came for the first time. And of course, Arlington had had a show choir, but yes. it's a little different in Texas. The Texas version. Yes. Um, I think I like to describe it as swing choir. I think that that's probably yeah. the best descriptor of it. Um, movement for sure. Yeah. Um, not as. And, and some do a lot more than that. And some yeah. do, you know, choreo almost up to the competitive show choir. Circuit. For sure. But um, not necessarily with the riser configuration. No, it's flat. We and... love the big spring shows, though. The groups that do have the big yeah. show choirs would love that big spring showcase kind of thing. Um, some of them and have live typically, bands. Oh, yeah. I was going to say typically tracks. For yeah, the... a lot of that. And again, none of that is bad, but it is not competitive show choir. So like right. when when I started Lone Star, that was a big part of the uphill battle was getting people to understand those main differences. Like, no, you have to do these things or it doesn't. Like you can't compete. I think it, at least for us or our district, it kind of came out of that medium ensemble category yes. of solo and ensemble and mm-hmm. max of 24 kids. Right. And everyone would do 12 guys, 12 girls, mm-hmm. lots of couple choreo. Oh, yes. So much. Very cutesy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to Arlington High, Dinah said, 
I want you to do coral ears. Yeah. And I'm like, now say what now? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, YouTube and show tuba. choir, right? <laughs> yes. And uh, so I start to see like all these competitive show choirs and I'm showing them to her. And I'm like, can we do this? Yeah, right? And she's like, I love that. Let's right? do it. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, ours has been a path, which I think it should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. And I think, and I think that's what scares people because they just see, a competitive show choir and they think they have to do everything all at once or they want to do it all the first year right i get so many comments from directors when they're like can you help us with da, da, da? here's what we'd like to do and i'm like friend like baby yeah. steps like you can't jump into that it will fall down yeah like it's the house I mean, it on was, the sand otherwise it was at least five years before mm-hmm. we got i mean we did new costumes right which were still in the traditional vein of a nice suit of what we had typically done in a nice black but they dress. they definitely looked appropriate on a show choir competitive stage. Yes. You picked yes. something that was really, yeah, it worked in the vein of what was happening. Uh, was that the year with the phones? Did, Am I making that up? Uh, the year before that. The year before that. Okay. There, were, there were three songs. And, and we still, yes. we did two of them with a live band. Mm-hmm. And and the third one was a track. Yes. And just because I didn't think I could get it all together. And I was back and they were playing with the band and nothing was arranged. <laughs> I, it was uh, me on the keys, um, a drummer, a bass player, and a guitar. Yes. And I just gave them recordings, and I said, go figure this figure out. Figure this out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did, and they were great. We're just this little combo. Yeah. And we did fine. And it was, you know, the, the next year we add something else to the band. Right. And then the next year we had a costume change. Yep. And I think it was when Jimmy got there that mm-hmm. we started adding brass. Yes. And... And we added a sax player a couple mm-hmm. years later. And it's just what it's come to be now is not what it started as. No, but still. And when we showed that to the kids, they were like, you want us to do what? Yeah. I mean, they they were used to the other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by now, we have kids that are like, are we going to do a third costume change? Like, it. can we do this? Yeah. yeah. Now mm-hmm. that's what they know. And that's what they expect, which mm-hmm. I love. I do too. It's the best. Well, I was going to say, yeah. still, all of this really happened though, within the span of almost 10 years. I mean, yeah. really it's maybe a little bit more than that, but um, that's, that's what it should be like. You you get to a slow build so that it really can stand on its own. If you try yeah. to do too much too fast, it really will implode. But you and guys that was, won that was the most... telephone show. Okay, where okay. I just yes. I saw everything and I was like, we have to do all this, and right. it was just too much too mm-hmm. soon. And but we then did eighteen 20... things average <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Three things well. But kudos to you for realizing that that was the thing. Yes. Like for going, you, okay, you okay, okay. we'll just pair back. And then when you won Lone Star, um, that was 2012. And that was like, I just remember that. I I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I was in tears at the back of the auditorium because I was like, oh my God, someone finally got it like someone yeah. was yeah. doing yeah, it true. you know as because I was doing it and I was I couldn't figure out what I wasn't explaining when people were asking me questions or what I wasn't ex- like I felt like I was failing Texas show choir because I couldn't get people to understand like no 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 you don't need all of the stuff that you see from the California videos or no 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 you don't need like you know, all of this yeah. and like I feel like without us even talking about it obviously I'm not taking any credit for your success sir but like I just mean it was such an exciting moment for me personally to go, oh, yay. Like, yay. Yeah. Arlington got Another it. Everyone figured it out. Yes. 
And then, like, once you got it, I feel like other groups were like, oh, okay. And then it, we kind of ended up with our own, like, Texas flavor at that point. We started to have yeah. things where people would do things similarly, and we have our own vibe now. And um, that's just been, I mean, like, you feel like you're watching your group in that way. For me, I feel like I'm watching all of you guys in that way where it's like, look at how cool this is. And in this relatively short span of time, you know, 12 12 years well, basically. Do you remember been. do you remember the year at Lone Star that it snowed and it got snowed out and <laughs> yes. they had to cancel? Yes. And at that point Lone Star was the only game in town. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. In the state, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh so you would work all year. Yep. And we had nothing at that point because yeah. Lone Star was it yes. for us. And I think for most people around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, thank goodness it was rescheduled because at the time it was like, if we don't have this, then we just spent all of this money Uh on all of these things. And, uh, for what? I mean, I felt terrified that year that it was all going to fall apart. Like I was like, okay, people are never going to continue doing this because this, because this one year happened with something I fully couldn't control. Like when was the last time we had a blizzard in Texas, literally that year. And then 10 years before that, like it just doesn't happen. And so I had had, oh, and that was the first year too for Lone Star that I brought in a lot of my good friends from the Midwest to judge like a full panel of like legit show choir competition judges kind of situation. And so like. I was stressed because of that, because they got on a plane before we knew it was going to be canceled. So then they were here and I I was like, oh, my friends are going to think I don't know how to run a contest. Like that whole year was like. Well, and I remember talking to you and saying, what do we do? And what usually happens in this case? And you're like, well, normally in the Midwest, it snows all the time. And if a weekend event gets canceled, like you go next weekend somewhere else and Mm -hmm. it's fine. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't that way here at the time. And but now, instead of collapsing, I think that was also the antithesis of other schools yes. starting their own, yeah. um, which I don't know if that would have happened. I think it might have, but I don't know if that would have happened if we hadn't had this year where we all looked at each other and went, well, crap, now our one thing yeah. is gone. And so uh, Josh Powell, who's at Mansfield Legacy, theirs started, I think it was that next year, I think. I think so. Because um, I know my Eaton kids went and competed there when we did that, but like they started one there. That's right. And then, um, and then um, Cowtown started in Fort Worth ISD yeah. a couple of years ago. And Julie ago. Rhodes has and uh, Julie Capital Rhodes City. has one in Austin, Casp- in Capital City, yeah, um, which is yeah just outside of Austin. And like that's been that has been the driving force in show choir in the last five years is that other competitions have started, so it made more opportunities for groups to compete, and yeah. so more groups have started doing the competitive thing. I mean, that is. Which is now up for all of us, giving us that season that you want. And, you know, things actually get started in February. And we ended up in Austin in March. And it's like you get several weekends, four or five opportunities. Mm -hmm. And Now, I have heard a couple directors kind of be, I don't want to say sour grapes, but a little whatever about the fact that, like, they feel like they're seeing the same people every weekend. And I'm like, you know what? That's sort of just what happens. Um, You know, certainly Nebraska and Iowa and different pockets of Indiana, Ohio, Chicago are kind of that way, too, where you you keep seeing sort of the same groups. But there's usually some different ones each weekend. And as we have more comps in our area continue to start, then people choose where they're going. And so right now we're still kind of in the place where most Texas groups go to all Texas comps. We're all going up to all of them. Exactly. Yeah. So as as more comps start, which I think we'll still, I, I still see at least two more on the horizon from conversations I'm having that like, as that continues, um, 
then you'll be like, well, we're not going to blank this weekend. We're only going to da 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 da. You know, yeah. and you just choose from from that. But also, but you know, the kids do like seeing each other and and building that community do. among oh, all the show yeah. choirs. I, I don't know that the I like kids that mind. For them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the adults who feel like they're. But just... for me, like I don't even get to see. I know every choir every time so i mean it mm-hmm. takes me that many competitions <laughs> right. to, get to see everybody because <laughs> scheduling wise and all of that yeah. you end up at like different during my critique and totally but it does actually end up being a situation where i think we learn in texas the the thing that i try to impart upon directors when i talk to them which is just that like yes the the placement you get matters obviously that's exciting but any weekend, different given day, different judging panel, it could be a different outcome. And so I feel like yeah. we get to watch that because we're all at the same things all the time. Right. You know, you do see from weekend to weekend, it changes because the panel is different or the show is different because they changed something or they didn't change something or whatever. Um, so that stuff is all good. Um, and I, it's just you guys have been such great ambassadors of show choir in, in choral music down here, just like a lot. Lo- all the schools, I feel like, especially in the DFW area, the larger school districts are doing a great job with that. But you guys specifically, I want to bring that up in connection with the TMEA Honor Choir we were talking about earlier. So mm-hmm. having a TMEA Honor Choir, I don't know. It's like going to the Super Bowl, basically, in the Texas choral music. Uh, it's a very big deal. Uh, the submission process is intense, and a lot of people apply, yeah. and a lot of people don't get accepted. So... Um, you know, when you get an honor ensemble like that, it really is an honor. Like that term really, really matches that. And so for you guys to have a thriving competitive show choir and also have a TMEA honor ensemble, and let's not forget it's a it's a guy's honor ensemble. Like, I think that's important for people to see. I think that's good for people to see. I mean, do you yeah. feel like show choir has hindered your ability to have an honor ensemble ever? And those no, sorts of not things? at all. Yeah. Our, our kids are really great at our campus with they they kind of do what we tell them to do and they don't really know the difference and i, and I don't mean right. that in a bad way no they're i get just, it they're really great and um they're good sports about everything yes. and and we're good about um giving them a calendar and being up front with what everything means mm-hmm. and what it means to be a part of this group mm-hmm. and what the commitment of that is going to look like yeah and they're like okay well mm-hmm. i'll do that and uh so it, it gets thick in the yeah. spring, um, right when show choir gets busy, For Chambers sure. going to compete as well. Yeah. Last year, it was on the same day. Oh, yeah, because you guys did madrigals, right? Yep. So yeah. it it was insane, but we told them that, you know, in yeah. August when school started. And like, that's going to be a long day, mm-hmm. so we'll bring snacks, we'll feed you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, <laughs> Yeah, they're fun. like, whatever, just tell us in advance. Yeah. And they just <laughs> go right on and do it. And yeah. they're so great with that sort of thing. I feel like there's more of an awakening, too, in the last few years to different styles of music being a little bit more accepted, uh, different styles of choral music being a little bit more accepted by our um, state organizations, because I think the focus generally for us ends up being the all-state ensembles, first of all. That's how the year starts, Um, you know, and I I mean, I know what your department is like, because you and I are friends and we talk about it, but there are many, many departments in our state where you know there's there's two semesters there's two goals in choir it's all state and uil and that's it i mean that's like the main focus in the fall you try to make the all state choir in the spring we try to get sweepstakes at all state and then or sorry at uh uil and and that's it 
you know, and everything yeah. else is considered fluff or unimportant. Yes, it's extra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm seeing more diverse departments. Um, I'm seeing a lot more vocal acapella groups, you know, similar to pentatonics, which those kids are from your neck of the woods, actually. We should probably say that. No, I know they're not from Arlington, specifically Arlington High, but like. Um, Our district, yeah. Yeah, are. they're from your school district, from Arlington Martin. Um not all of them, just uh, Scott and Christy and um, Mitch. Um, but yeah, I mean, like those kids grew up in the in the Texas choral system. And yeah. I think that's helped build people's interest in that art form in our area, for sure. We have, like you were talking about a minute ago, a thriving madrigal, like <laughs> competitive day, which yeah. is not a thing most you know states have. So I do think that we're getting better about accepting the different forms, but... I don't know about you. I just I would love to see more of that represented at our state level organizations. It's, it's definitely a time commitment mm-hmm. on everybody's part. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if, Everything if you're someone that wants to go home at three o'clock every day, then <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen for you. And but that's also, fine. why are you teaching choir if you're someone who wants to go? <laughs> right. <laughs> eight o'clock every day. Well, you can sleep during the summer. And yeah, even you can sleep in your dad friends. No. <laughs> um. So I mean, I think for me, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with those extra hours and mm-hmm. I feel like for just as many days that we're up there till nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. there's those days where there's nothing going on yeah. and you can leave at three o'clock yeah. and and you can smartly plan that you as the architect at heart like you do a good job of that I think blocking yeah. things together and the kids ultimately over time get used to those expectations mm-hmm. and get used to those time commitments where they know this is a show choir day this is a chamber day this mm-hmm. is corral and and they they manage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think that people that don't do that planning and structure well are the are the directors i see where the tail ends up wagging the dog because you know show choir is one of those things where kids will run away with it if you let them like they really get excited about it and so yes if you let that take over because you don't have the structure set up in place to keep it from taking over uh yeah it's gonna feel like chaos for sure but like you said if this is a concert choir day this is a whatever day like just separate them out and give them clear-cut expectations in advance in advance like that's super super important um tell me if i were coming to teach in texas for the first time which i'm laughing because i literally did that at one point um (laughs) what would you tell me in 2005 basically is what i'm asking you what would you tell someone you know, about Texas choral music? Like, what would you want them to know? What are some unique things? We've talked about a little bit of it already, but. I think there's a great community Mm. in Texas of choir directors and people that want to help. And um, it's, I think it's scary if you end up doing something by yourself. And there's so many people that will come help and so many great people that Mm -hmm. know a lot and have them all and have them often. Um, there's they're on Facebook they're willing to help um but I think the community is great and just asking questions when you need it there's there's things like you said all state reigns supreme in the fall and UIL in the spring yeah and everything else is just whatever Mm -hmm. um and I you know those are huge important things in my own program yeah um, well, that we they, focus on those as well. They should be. I'm not trying yeah. to like talk those down. And by the way, UIL is district music contest. For those of you listening, I don't know that we defined that, but that's your large ensemble contest right. in the spring. Um, and yeah, we have solo and ensemble in there too. Um, we have a state association for that, but not all schools 
do that? Does Arlington do their own Solon Ensemble or do you do the state one? Um, our district usually does their own. Okay. Yeah. And then my school even does our own. Yeah, so you're like an that. inside of that. <laughs> yeah. To one more level of that. Um, I, I agree with you so much. Our, our state organizations for sure, as far as what I see around the country and ones I've been involved in and conversations I've had with others are, I mean, we don't know how good we have it basically is the answer. Right. And, and like they're great organizations. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a part of TMEA and being involved in it. Sounds it like is... a cult, but it's just wonderful. We really I... all love it. <laughs> We're all very like, are you not going to TMEA this year? Are you not? A... Like when you run into someone who like doesn't go to TMEA, you're like, weird. What do you do? How do you like, why don't you want to go on the river walk? And I should also say um, TCDA, uh, which is uh, our ACDA state organization. Right. In the summer. Yeah. It does a really great job. And especially our current leadership right now is really doing a lot to diversify what we represent at the state level as well. So I'm really grateful for, well, we'll just name check them for Thomas Wren and his whole crew of people like they're doing. Yeah. They're doing really great work with that, too. Absolutely. So um, if you are not from our state, you know, and you want to come down and experience the madness, like February in San Antonio is pretty beautiful. I guarantee it's better weather than where you are in February. That's true. <laughs> Unless you're in Florida. In that case, yeah, maybe not. But um, but it's like a national convention. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So real quickly, I know we already talked about COVID, but let's I got to ask you this just even for my own knowledge. So you guys are a performing ensemble on a virtual year. So what does that mm-hmm. look like? How do you, how are you doing that? So we basically recorded our concert and they kind of left it open ended as okay. to what that can look like. They just said, feature your kids as best you can. Okay. Um, whatever shows them off. If that's doing one song, if that's doing five, Oh, wow. If that's doing a virtual choir, if that's doing it live, okay. whatever your district will let you do, um, yeah. whatever your kids can show up and do, mm-hmm. do that. I mean, it was just showcase your kids. Yeah. Um, and so traditionally those concerts, those invited concerts for 25 minutes for high schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you do about five or six songs. A tight 25. Like it is so yes. well planned. You are like every second, you know, when you get a commission yes. piece, you're like, okay, um, thank you, Jake. Instead for writing this for us, we need it to be exactly three minutes and 27 walk seconds. Walk on intros, <laughs> applause and walk off and stopwatch. Exactly. Okay. So how many are you doing? You want to give us a little preview? So what are you going to do? We do five tunes. Okay. Um, and we recorded this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, my district has a brand new uh visual performing arts center saw those pictures is gorgeous we call it the mini meyerson um it is stunning the meyerson by the way is the dallas um venue symphony for symphony and this is like yeah i definitely i thought you were there like honestly i thought that's where you were i was like oh how did they get in the meyerson It's like that's weird. Didn't know that was open. <laughs> Go figure. Um, it looks beautiful. I'm sure it sounds beautiful. I'm. I can't wait for you guys to get to have concerts in there. That's like. Yeah. That's incredible. And where is it located? Like, so it's obviously not on it's anyone's right by the campus. Stadiums. Okay. No, it's right by the stadiums on the east side of town. So the concert hall seats 1,200. There's no wing space. There's no fly space. Like it is a concert hall, and then there's a theatrical. Maybe you need to host a concert 
and show concurrent weekend. And you can host the Ooh. concert stuff there. And you can host the show stuff in your own auditorium. You're True. welcome. I just created a whole bunch of work Thanks for, for that. You. You're so right. welcome. I'll come help. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was beautiful. And then it looked like you did some filming outdoors as well, maybe. Yeah, so we went outside. We went to Fort Worth. Um, the Water Gardens? And, yep, we went to Water Gardens and then this great park in town. And so the kind of videographers really will cool. glue it all together. I can't wait to see it was nice to put them outside because yeah. they were spaced apart and they could take their mask off. Mm-hmm. You could see their face mm-hmm. and have that be a part of the video. Mm-hmm. Um, we had performance masks for them on the inside shots. Yeah. Um, so kind of nice to include it all and everything. And then were you singing live in those moments or were, are you just dubbing it and you just were conducting to their track? The outside shots were just dubbed over. Okay. Yeah. Um, but everything inside was live. That's pretty amazing and really smart. The last thing I want to kind of ask you about that's Texas related is what would you tell a Texas choir director who's on the fence about show choir? Like, what would you, what would you be like? You know what? You should do this. Here's why. Or when you do this, don't do this. And here's why. <laughs> like, what would be your advice? I, I always say do it. I think the payoff for the kids is insane. Mm-hmm. And choir or just the arts in general should be something that they enjoy doing Mm -hmm. and you know I have some of my kids that show choir is their favorite thing I have some of them cult chorale is their favorite thing some Mm -hmm. of them it's chamber and Mm -hmm. they all find what they love and give them the opportunity to do that yeah um and the fun thing with show choir is it can be whatever you want it to be Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a reflection of each director and their own style and creating a show to whatever you want to do. And it's like, if you don't like doing it that way, then don't do it that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely stuff that I love and that I don't love about other groups. And, and that's, I don't have to do that or I can pick and choose. And I feel like it all kind of becomes one thing and it's not, I just, Mm -hmm. it can be anything that you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And just discovering what that is for each person and how you want to tailor it to your group. Yeah. Is what your important. kids are and what, yeah. what they're like, you know, because it should look like them as well. You yeah. Know? Um, I look at your Gavin DeGraw poster behind you and I have to smile because like what what you're saying is so true that like when you and I work together, uh, you know, picking music, it's a completely different experience than when I, you know, am working with someone across town picking music because yeah. your sensibilities as just a listener, you know, as someone who's just a connoisseur of music are inevitably different than somebody else's. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that. That's that's the fun that I think is hard to exploit in a useful way in other choral situations, at least in our, right. at least in our <clears throat> state. Um, you know, we have a lot of requirements of pieces we're allowed to pick based of, off of, you know, the, the, uh, prescribed music list for UIL and things like that. Not that it doesn't leave room for creativity, but I think that's more of a structured process. You know, there are, there are have tos when you're doing show choir in Texas, of course, Mm -hmm. like, well, anywhere, Um, you know, if you're doing competitive show choir, you have to have the risers. Like there's no way around that. You, you need to do the riser setup because when you compete, they're going to have risers, right? So risers, yeah. uh, the live band component is something you can't get around. You just need to lean into and enjoy it. It's going to be fun, yeah. I promise. <laughs> um, and that, you know, it. I think for Texas, the big thing is, and I think you kind of hinted at this a little bit, is just that it doesn't have to be a story. I think Texas right. has gotten really far into, and I totally blame myself actually for that because we did story shows for a couple of years, but like it doesn't have to be that. Um 
you know, it it can be like you said, you know, whatever works for you and is a reflection for you and your kids. If your kids aren't great actors and actresses, don't do a story show for goodness sake. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I've told you stories are not my jam. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're great, but I just, I don't feel like I can pull it off and I don't really want to. And, and I'm honestly, like, does it read? And... Your kids are really well built to your department, especially when I think about, you know, again, when we're picking shows and we're picking stuff, your kids are so great at that whole, like, <laughs> I don't, no one calls it this but me, but I like to, in my head, it's like tall show choir where people stand really tall and it's really glamorous and it's like the yeah. roll back shoulders and like, uh, it's really splashy and classy kind of thing. But, you know, that's, your kids are so great at that. So why would we be like, well, let's right. do something totally different you're not good at? You know, I don't, I think leaning into what your kids are great at and then challenging them to be sure. Yeah. Um, but maybe just learning that about your kids. I think that's so, so, so well, important. The whole process, especially, I mean, and including your kids on it too, but just yeah. making it this creative process yes. where once it's kind of built by January, you're mm-hmm. like, let's play with it now. Right? And let's do this. And that's let's, the fun part. Like, let's not transition here. Let's just stand and sing or just like tweaking it. And you're like, oh, and the kids so like, yep. yes, that worked. That was it. And I always think that if I, I wish I had that same level of creativity with like my UIL music like how yeah. often have you looked at something and you're like I hate this verse I just wish we could like <laughs> let's cut out this there. page it'll be fine no one's gonna know I don't know what the composer was doing there you know like you can't right. do that it doesn't work that yeah. way you just get so much more creative freedom um well, to and, and make it your own you know, when stuff when stuff doesn't work in short yes. it's like then cut it yeah, why would change you change it you yes. can yes. make it a make it a stand and sing make it a, a band solo and a dance yes. break if they can't sing it like yes. you can do anything which i think makes it so fun but again and... not everyone has figured that out yet you are one of the you're yeah. my like maverick human here that like gets it when you and i chat we're like let's get rid of that that's dumb right yeah let's change that yeah. i don't like that what if we sped that up by 10 you know like there's like you're always willing to change anything and i'll go work with other directors who are like right but it says here that i'm like who cares we had it written for you like <laughs> yeah, the ranger's not gonna be kid. pissed about it and if you're worried we'll call them and then the ranger is inevitably like i don't care like do whatever you yeah. need to do to make it yours or in your case yeah. we just go jimmy <laughs> i just i i think the the opportunity to make this living breathing thing that yes. you can just really create is it's such a fun experience for the director mm-hmm. creatively and artistically yes and then including the kids on it i think it's so rewarding Mm-hmm. And it offers a totally different experience yeah. than, you know, your traditional stand and sings, which are totally valid. And mm-hmm. I love that too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. you can do both and you should, and your kids will thank you for it. Oh, I think that that is the perfect summary. That's the button. We're going to stop literally at that moment. I'm going to move to the asking you the five questions everybody gets asked because I will never say it better than what you just said. Okay. So here we go. Five questions everybody gets asked. Now I know you've listened to the podcast, so you know what, what these yeah. are. So I wonder if you're like pre-prepared in your head here. But first yeah. question is the softball. You know, what is your favorite form of entertainment? Like outside of, you know, school life? Music, movies, workout. Music theater. Yeah, musical theater. Yeah. Hands down. I knew that was I am a nerd. I love it. I love all of it. I love that you love it. <laughs> I love to geek out with you about it. <laughs> yeah, I love to like shove it in my show somewhere. There's always a song and there's always this one little moment. Yep. Like, did you catch that four bars from that one obscure show from 2004? And like, literally there's Broadway. like four of us in the room who are like, yeah. And everyone else is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right? I'm here for that. That's amazing. I know. And are you just beyond ready for everything to open back up? I'm just, yes. oh, it's been the longest. And it's, so I took my kids to New York. 
uh, in March. We, Literally we saw right the, before we it. We saw the last Broadway show before they all shut down. You're ki- I knew you were there around that time, but I didn't realize it was yeah. literally the la- Oh, my gosh. What did you guys see? was kind of freaking out. Um, let's see. We saw Moulin Rouge. Yes. And? Which there's a show choir alum in that. Did you know that? No. Ben Rivera, who um, was at Muscatine okay. in Iowa. Uh, he's in the chorus and he's one of the featured male dancers in like Roxanne um, okay. is is a show choir kid. He was at Show Choir Camps of America for years. He did Nebraska Show Choir Camp with me. I just love following him and going, hey, look, yeah. show choir. And now you're there. He was a stupid, incredible dancer, like always. It has nothing to do with show choir that he's on Broadway. But also awesome. Robin Herter is like my queen, like the the Nini character from. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. she's amazing. She's also like my age, which is dumbfounding to me like i i couldn't do the splits when i was like 20 and she's just like you know she's had a kid and she's forever just bending her body all over on that stage but no big deal just just casual okay so you saw moulin rouge what we else saw, i think we saw hades town oh yeah that would make sense which i loved and then um west side story oh the revival which was incredible long, yeah and no and i think it was open less than a week i think before so too shut down which mm-hmm. I hope it comes back. That yeah. makes me so sad for them. But it, I don't know, man. We were supposed to <laughs> the, go. It rained on the stage. It rained on the, on stage? the stage over the entire stage, <laughs> like front to back. It was like fire sprinklers just coming down. And the stage is soaked. They're dancing their faces off for half an hour while it's raining. Like no exaggeration. Like the entire second act is just raining. And they have cameras out there. That's incredible. In the action, and it's all projected on this huge LED wall. They need to the bring that back. Wall. back. They, I think they've said insane. it's closed. I think they're going to try. Because, you know, I like a so. couple of them have said that they are not Right, back yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to go for a conference in the very last week of March. So, like, two weeks before it happened, they were like, oh, we're canceling it. And they canceled, like, early in that pandemic. Remember that pandemic yeah. week where it was, like, it was happening and people were starting to get freaked out, but they hadn't canceled everything yes. yet. And you were just kind yeah. of, like, watching everything roll, you know? And they canceled it early in that week. And we remember being like, geez, like, way to just, like, give up. It'll be fine. Give it a we're so mad. And then, like, three days later, we're like, oh, yeah, this everything is terrible. Um, yeah. But we had tickets to Mean Girls, which I know had been out a while, but I hadn't seen it. And so I was really bummed. And now that's closed, of course. Um, and my best friend who was going with me, uh, everybody knows who Natalie is. I should just say Natalie. I talk about mm-hmm. her all the time on this podcast. But she um, had gotten to see Jagged Little Pill when it was in workshop in Massachusetts the summer before it came to Broadway. Okay. So she saw it there. And then she got to see it again on Broadway. And so I hadn't seen it yet either. So we were going to go see Jagged Little Pill. And I was just like son of a biscuit i didn't get to see any of those things that we had planned to see. and what was yeah. that oh we had tickets to company which was opening that week yes. or the week before and it was the yeah. gender bent version of it yeah. um and i was so pumped and i just oh, i love company and so i just felt very devastated about that too so so thank you for commiserating for this last two minutes sorry everyone we're all very upset about broadway um okay great answer love that okay favorite show choir show you've ever seen you can't have had anything to do with it yourself this is funny because I show this one to my kids all the time okay. and they would tell you exactly what it was. Okay. So we always watch, and I love the Wheaton Warren Bill classics from 2012, The Wizard of Oz. Yep. <laughs> I love it. And for someone who like stories aren't always my thing, I just think that is so well done. 
Well, and... John is not, I mean, you and John actually would probably get along really well. He is not like somebody who's going to do stories in like this overwrought, really difficult to understand way. Yeah. Like he really understands how to build a succinct story show. But you are not wrong. I, I can't, I feel like literally everyone I know, that's one of their top three favorite shows. It's, it's just so a fun show yes. and it's great music and it's a lot of music theater. But I, I love telling the story through songs that weren't. In right it. oh my gosh the first time i discovered the harry potter show that los alamitos did in 2011 mm -hmm. i was like i'm sorry what is this like that was a whole awakening of show choir for me because i was like exactly yeah. what you said this story does not have anything to do with this music and yet these songs match it perfectly my brain yes. is exploding <laughs> they tell the story so well and he's like why didn't i think of this okay favorite show that you have been a part of this is weird i i think our 2016 show was not they didn't do well that year at, at comps i don't think they placed but it was the best kids yeah i like vividly mm -hmm. remember what they wore yeah. i remember them singing they were great singers mm -hmm. um that was it was the time when you felt like you really owned the department by then too though yeah like you'd been the director long enough and mm -hmm. it was a smaller group i think i think there were only like 35 mm -hmm. at most but we had eligibility issues Oh, yeah, and that's always fun. Like, by the time we went to compete, uh, I don't think we had more than 25. Oh, wow. Like, competing. And uh, and that, I think, really hurt us. Just there were holes and mm -hmm. missing balance and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, it, I mean, just all that stuff aside, I just, yeah, the ballad, I loved um, just getting to work with it, mm -hmm. hearing them sing it. I mean, it was just, it was a fun show. Mm -hmm. um, they had one of those coca-cola yeah um that I happens that sometimes that it's not yeah. necessarily the year that was like oh we won all the trophies that year and sometimes the year you win all the trophies is not a year you want to remember that has totally happened <laughs> right? to me before yeah so, like, yeah it just it's kind of a crapshoot in that way i loved our football show that we did we did friday night lights in 2014 I, I loved that show that was one of my favorite shows we ever did and yep. it competed fine but it wasn't like great you know and i was i just remember feeling like why it was one of the first times i genuinely felt like i don't care what the outcome is because i just like yeah. this so much you know and and we the kids those, just loved it you know i think we've gotten to that point where you yes. can just enjoy the experience mm -hmm. and i'm usually directing the band um mm -hmm. so i don't typically see it um i kind of turn my head around and mm -hmm. look at what's going on but there is a feeling when you're up there. I mean, you can feel how it went. You yes. can feel their energy on stage. Mm -hmm. And I've had moments where I turn around and I'm like, I didn't see it, but that wasn't it today. Yeah, like, you just I, feel it. You just know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, it wasn't. And then sometimes we come off and I'm like, y'all, that was incredible. Like I could I could yes. feel the entire show. Yes. Like it was amazing. And they're and they're crying. They're like yes. so full of emotion and it, like you don't have to see it nope and you just knew yep yeah and if it, it's done right you don't have to see it i just so. oh gosh you know what i d hadn't done my shows band conducting for a few years when i was in mitchell because they had somebody who did mm -hmm. it for us but for some reason i had to conduct at a competition it was my second year there it was the year if you've ever seen it which was the everybody calls it the bird year it was the year where we had the bird costumes in the second half yeah and um i was there with them and i just so i couldn't see it like you said but oh my i could just feel it like radiating off my body and we yes. got off stage and the kids were like maniacs losing their mind they could feel it too and like oh that's this why you do it energy is, like yeah there's just no comparison even when you nail your concert 
in sight reading, even when you like right. make the Allstate choir, maybe, but that's done individually. You know, there's just no real comparison. And it's, you know, that look on those kids' faces who that's their first one. Oh, and they're kind of wide-eyed the entire year because yes. I say, you, you don't get it until you do it. Right, 100%. Like, you will never understand until no you do it. No way to describe it. Yeah. And so they go on for, like, seven months, and they're like, okay, this is a lot of work, and I'm showing up a lot of hours. This kind of sucks right now. Super tired and of I'm like, just trust me. And they finish, and they're like, that was everything. Exactly. <laughs> And you go, I told you so. That's yeah. why. And uh, your friends told you so. Okay, well, let's go to the next one, which is favorite stage memory. Because I know you didn't do show choir in, in high school. But yeah. what is your favorite stage memory? You performing. I think probably back when I was doing shows mm-hmm. uh, in college in the summers. Um, totally. I typically did chorus stuff mm-hmm. and had the most fun. Yeah. And have like those are people that I'm still friends with and I mean those memories are insane and now doing shows and doing the musicals at the high school oh yeah you have kids that they get bummed about being in the chorus I'm like bro I promise you you don't even know (laughs) it's like all of the fun and none of the responsibility (laughs) you don't have to remember a single line ever (laughs) right you just show up like we would have our own characters and we would buy wedding rings and like we were married and this is our kid and this is our story and I just got laid off from my job but it's fine (laughs) what show is that your background story for that's what I'm that was music man sure sure that tracks there's a dark side to the trouble in river city I remember in south pacific and like I would bring food and I would bring a sandwich and I was like one of the sailors in the background and I'm like pulling sandwiches out of my bag and I'm like do you want one do you want one like just making this stuff up and the director watches it he's like why do you have food on stage don't worry about it I hear that um okay last question most embarrassing stage moment most embarrassing stage moment Okay, so back in I uh, it was the Music Man. Oh. <laughs> when you were had, had the drinking problem and your wife left you, or no, no yes, I'm making yes. up new storylines for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm uh, at the very beginning of the show. It's uh, is it Rock Island? Yeah, the where, train where thing. Yeah, all yeah. the guys are on the train yes, and they're yes. they're bouncing around. Yeah, go into the da da da. da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was one of the younger crew at the community theater. <laughs> yes. And. Um, so all of these guys are on there. They've got their their hats and their uh-huh. briefcases and everything on the train. And that song, you kind of have to know everybody's oh yeah, You're gonna line to up. know where you. What do you talk? What do you talk? talk? And, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some of the guys would just get lost. Oh, and so geez. I was one that could pipe in and I could fix stuff and cover their lines and get right. the train back on the tracks. <laughs> but one night, I had my cell phone in my pocket. Oh no. And I never did that, but I somehow it was in my suit pocket upstage and I'm just terrified that it's going to go off. And so I'm like bouncing on the train and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my phone? Like, what if it goes off? And like this whole song is happening. I just sit there, what do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? And I'm like, it's like a broken record and no one else could fix it because I was the fixer. So it's just five minutes of you going, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was just bouncing. It was horrible. I was mortified. And that was the end of your community show career, right? No, that you was surely it, yeah. did. <laughs> I love that. Um, they didn't have cell phones when I did community theater. That's how old I am. 
so actually we got I got mine the we last show I did when I was like 21 that was when cell phones really like became I think it was like my razor so. yeah mine was essentially yeah it would have been that it's, or mine was blue I remember and it had the you had a t9 text you know where tick 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 like six times until you got the letter you wanted kids yeah. today don't know they don't there, know there was no little switch where I could just no. flick it to silence right on the side. Was... yes and you would it would have been very loud until you fully pulled it out of your pocket opened yeah. it and then pushed the specific button there was no like right sidebarring motion to happen again kids today they don't even know well thank you so much mason for letting me hang out with you today and thanks for having me it's been awesome